This episode of the Flathead Beacon podcast is brought to you by Swenson Real Estate, service before self. With over 30 years experience, they've seen it all. Contact Jeff and Lorena today at 406-253-0033. That's 406-253-0033. Swenson Real Estate, service before self. Hello and welcome to the Flathead Beacon Podcast. I'm Andy Viano. Just time for a quick rundown of the biggest news stories this week, but I do urge you to check out this week's issue and especially our cover package, On the Rise. It's a series of stories about the long-discussed redevelopment in downtown Kalispell that's finally expected to take off in the coming days and weeks. Myers Reese and Maggie Dresser did much of the heavy lifting there, so be sure to pick up a copy of The Beacon and read their stories or look for them online. They'll be up this week at flatheadbeacon.com. But for now, here are the biggest stories from the last seven days as of 10 p.m. on Tuesday, May 25th. Nurses at newly rebranded Logan Health, formerly Kalispell Regional Healthcare, will go on strike from June 1st through 3rd if their so far failed attempts at bargaining with hospital leaders continue to stall. The unionized nurses gave a 10-day notice of the unfair labor practice strike last week, and they say they are being forced to walk off the job because negotiations that began back in the fall of 2019 still have not produced an agreement. There are 650 nurses in the bargaining unit, which is spread across the entire healthcare system, including Kalispell's Hospital, formerly Kalispell Regional Medical Center, and additional clinics, long-term care facilities, and other locations. It does not include nurses who work at Whitefish's North Valley Hospital. The union nurses are asking for staffing increases in all units, for the creation of a nurse staffing committee, and for improvements in wages and benefits that they say would bring them up to the standard of their peers at other hospitals. They charge that administrators at Logan Health have been negotiating in bad faith. The hospital, meanwhile, accused the nurses of, quote, abandonment of patients in a statement responding to the strike notice. In other news, plows on going to the Sun Road in Glacier National Park have reached Logan Pass, leaving just one short but significant segment of the roadway still covered in snow in advance of the opening of the entire thoroughfare sometime later this summer. The treacherous work of clearing the winding going to the Sun Road is perhaps most harrowing at the so-called Big Drift, a massive snowbank that piles up just east of Logan Pass every year, and that is what still remains to be plowed. The Big Drift can measure as high as 80 feet tall, and as workers tackle it, Visitors to Glacier Park can still drive the road from the west entrance to Avalanche and on the east side from the St. Mary entrance to the Jackson Glacier Overlook, although beginning May 28th, visitors will need to reserve a spot to access the road. Reservations are available for $2 at recreation.gov, and they do not include the cost of a park pass. Elsewhere, another of Northwest Montana's most popular recreation spots has reopened its visitor center for the first time in more than a year. The Bureau of Reclamation announced it is reopening the Hungry Horse Dam Visitor Center this Memorial Day weekend and that they will keep it open through the fall. The dam, which was completed in 1953 and stands as one of the largest concrete arch dams in the country, 
also serves as a gateway to miles of recreation opportunities along the Hungry Horse Reservoir. The Visitor Center includes exhibits on the dam's history and its construction, and walking tours of the dam will resume on June 18th on a first-come, first-served basis. And finally, a 15-year-old Kalispell girl is dead after she was struck and killed by an allegedly drunk driver while walking along the side of a road north of Columbia Falls. Around 9.40 p.m. on the evening of May 20th, 37-year-old Jessica Farbstein was driving a blue Chevrolet minivan on Tamarack Lane near the intersection with 12th Avenue West North when she struck the girl hard enough to knock her into a ditch. Farbstein left the scene of the accident but was apprehended a short while later, and when confronted by a Whitefish police officer, she admitted to hitting a mailbox, but then asked, quote, did I hit a person? Farbstein has been charged with vehicular homicide while under the influence and remains in custody at the Flathead County Detention Center on $150,000 bail. That's our show. Remember, you can read all of our work and stay up to date on the latest breaking news for free at flatheadbeacon.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.